0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for your daily dose of all things, Chicago sports. This is the daily score. Now here's your host, Mark Grody.
1: Man, I have been wrong about the Chicago Cubs so often this year that I give up. I give up. And guess what I'm going to resort to? I am going to revert to, and that is just be a damn Chicago Cubs fan, like I was once upon a time ago growing up a Cubs fan. And that's why you will see me right now. I think I've worn this once in my life. 2016, I did pre and post for the Cubs, and you know I got this handy little thing from the radio station, and I have so much stuff from that season that I just kind of put in a closet Put it away and said, maybe someday I'll bust this out for whatever to show it to somebody who would like to see it. But guess what? I'm just going to go full fan from here on out. And I will add paraphernalia. You will see me do that throughout this show. But I will admit, here are the things I was wrong about. I was loud wrong about Justin Steele. I did not think that he would be a reason for their success. I didn't think he was going to suck. I did not think he was going to be a reason for their success, let alone become an all-star. I did not think Cody Bellinger was going to be good. I thought watching him early on, I thought I saw the same old swing and the same old stuff. Wrong! Wrong about the Cubs. Skeptical about Kyle Hendricks just because he had the shoulder injury I did not think Marcus Stroman would have this special of a year, although he's kind of starting to come back to the mean a little bit himself. A week ago, the Cubs were sellers. Now they're buyers. I'd say Jed Hoyer is pretty stuck right now, too. He probably did want to sell. And now he's like, all right, these guys are playing well. Now I got to buy, even if it's not necessarily the right thing to do in the name of sustained success. So I absolutely. Give up. Let me add a couple pieces here of paraphernalia. Yeah, this is the ring. This is the World Series ring. That's the box in which I keep it. So don't get any ideas either, but we're going to wear the ring. We only take this out on special occasions. We're wearing the ring here. I'm going to wear this every day for now on. So we've got the ring going. Jed Hoyer, when I talk about him being stuck right now, that and he talked about if the Cubs are competitive, we're going to buy. We talked about this all year long. But you had a guy probably a week ago that was thinking, all right, let's see what we can get for next year. So he is stuck doing this. And guess what? We're still in big-time evaluation mode for Jed Hoyer. The big things that Jed Hoyer has done since November 17, 2020, when he was named the president of baseball operations— Traded Anthony Rizzo to the Yankees for Kevin Alcantara. It was 19 at the time. So do the math here. 22 now. So Javier Baez to the Mets for PCA. Sick. Pete Crow Armstrong. Chris Bryant to San Francisco for Caleb Killian. We saw some of that. Not great at first, but you say, all right, give the guy time. You Darvish. They traded him to the Padres for Zach Davies and then a bunch of really low-level guys like high school Level guy. So that's what we're dealing with here in terms of big swings for Jed Hoyer. Pressure's on, man. Like we know that he assisted with Theo Epstein, but what do you got, Jed? It's his time. He has not yet shown that he himself can build a championship team. So as a fan, I hope he does. Come on, Jed. Let's go. Let's go, Jed. Let's do that. Uh, I'm getting a little bit chilly here. So let's go ahead and add a, a jacket here. Now, this I received. In 2016, for the parade. This is a uh, Cubs jacket here. Really nice jacket. It's got the little W thing on it, but it's a beautiful jacket. I'm just going to go ahead and put this on. I have never worn this except for the parade day. That was it. The only day that I wore this puppy was on the uh, the parade day. So we're going to go ahead and uh, put this guy on right now. Uh, have you seen the ring? Yeah, there it is. So this is uh, the jacket. Very nice. Hope everybody likes it. Ray, I hope this is going over well. Do we need to put the hood on? No, I don't think so. So we've got the jacket on now, and we step up a notch. So maybe you guys think that the biggest play of the year was over the weekend, the Mike Talkman catch to end the game against St. Louis. Let's listen to that. Now it's one and two, and the pitch,
0: fly ball, center field, and deep. Back goes Tuchman on the warning track. Leaps up. Did he make the catch? He did. What a play. Tuchman took a home run away from Burleson. Cubs win the ball game. A fantastic catch by Mike Tuchman. Jumping up, putting his glove over the top of the center field fence and pulling it back. What a finish. This ball is a straightaway center. Tachman's glove goes over the wall into the grassy knoll and straightaway center pulls the ball back to end the game here at Bush Stadium. Wow.
1: I mean, Pat Hughes and Ron Coomer on the score. If that didn't make you pump your fist, man, like that might have been the moment where I was like, all right, I don't know what this team is anymore. So I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to root for them to win. Who cares? We don't need to be objective anymore about it. Don't need to be skeptical anymore. I don't need to be cynical anymore. None of that stuff, because I tried all that stuff this year, and I don't know a damn thing about the Cubs. However, however, I'm going to say that there was a win during the streak that was more important, and it was the first win. It was also against the Cardinals. It was at Wrigley Field. It was July 21. It was a Cubs 4-3 win. Cody Bellinger, three hits, including a two-run homer. That's not why, though. The reason why was... The Cardinals' eighth inning of that game—it's four-three Cubs. Mark Leiter allows St. Louis to load the bases, then he goes three and zero on Alec Burleson before coming back to get Burleson to ground into a double play. Now the thing was, before that, there were some horrible calls by the umpire—horrible calls, as in. Burleson should have walked where the base is loaded. That game should have been four to four. And as I said at the time, it's all good because the Cubs have gotten screwed by the umpire. So it's the baseball gods evening things up like they tend to do. But it should have been four to four. OK, and again, this is the first game of the streak that the Cubs are on right now. Then we go to the ninth inning. It's four three Cubs. <laughs> Albert lie on the mound. Lars Newtbar and Nolan Arenado are up retires those guys gets those two dudes right those are some dangerous guys at the top of the order then ball goes under Christopher Morrell's legs okay we have a situation here it's under his legs so ball goes under his legs then Wilson Contreras gets hit by a pitch you got runners on first and second now in this ninth inning after the Cubs got lucky in the eighth and then you got two outs right there Tyler O'Neill comes to the rescue for the Cubs. He flies out, game over. Cubs win. They beat the Cardinals and they were on their way. If they lose that game, though, that feels like something that could have sent them the opposite way. So, absolutely, the Mike Talkman. And the Nico Dansby nifty double play before that, love Dansby Swanson. That's cool, though. Actually, I actually have a favorite player now, too, again, and that would be Dansby Swanson. I absolutely love to watch that guy play baseball. So lots of great stuff, but go back to that July 21st game for sure. Now, this one here, what do we got here Here as we wrap things up today? Um, this this here, this, this box right here literally has dust on it. And uh, what do we got here? I'm opening a wooden box right now. Uh, we got a watch. We got, we got a watch here, folks. We're gonna wear this watch for the first time. Let's see if I can just get this puppy around the old wrist. We got a watch. <laughs> this is the way I'm gonna walk around the city of Chicago for as long as I can possibly handle it. So we got the ring. We got the watch. We got the jacket. We got this thing underneath. You know, we got some standard stuff too. You know, we got your standard dry fit. This one I've never worn, but it's very, very nice. We have. Oh, we've been cooking up this towel for a while. I got a thousand of these things. If you need one, give me a price. World Series, Grobber, that's for you. That's the program. Program, uh, special edition. I'm also going to carry all of these things around in a bag. So this is going to be me. If you see me in the city of Chicago, this is going to be me for now on. I am going to be a Cubs fan because I can't figure out the Cubs. Maybe you can. I don't know, but I appreciate the time. Thanks for humoring me. We're in the kitchen. We're definitely cooking things up. Hope you have a great day. This has been another edition of The Daily Score. For our executive producer, Ray Diaz, I am Cubs fan. Did I miss anything? Did I miss anything? Oh, Devil and McGregor. Have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye.